Hello everybody and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we are here with Judy Farr from Far Better Ideas. Hey. Welcome to the show, Judy. Thank you. Thank so, you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get a little background of who you are, what you do. Okay, so my name is Judy Farr. I was actually born here in New Hampshire mm -hmm. um, and I um, entered the energy consulting field probably four or five years ago with residential electricity and then um, now I do commercial and residential solar, and I do commercial electricity. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about those because that's a huge topic now. From yeah, everyone's of, talking about exactly <laughs> about solar and all this stuff. So let's start with the easy one and talk about the electricity side of things. So you do okay. commercial electricity. Commercial electricity. So I have a supplier that um, works with commercial customers to optimize their savings on their electric accounts. Okay. So um, all of the utilities provide the transmission of electricity from the power plant to and the poles to the facilities but that doesn't mean that you have to buy the electricity at the rate that they sell it at there's it's what they call a third-party supplier so I have a third-party supplier specializes in commercial electricity and um, basically people just give you know give uh, an electric bill so we know what the usage is and you get a quotation and depending on the time of year the rate can change from time to time. Electricity is higher certain times of the year than others. Okay. And typically that helps people get better rates from taking it? Definitely. Definitely, okay. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can range from a couple of pennies per, per kilowatt hour, which doesn't seem like much, but on a commercial account, that can mean thousands of dollars saved every month or definitely every year. So it's a good thing to, to go ahead and quote a third-party provider. That's pretty cool. So yeah, that's, that's pretty good for a commercial. Let's talk solar. Okay. <laughs> well, I wanted to get the other one out of Now we can get yeah. into the fun part. Um, for people who don't know, what is solar power? <laughs> solar power. Okay. So you'll um, some people will have heard of, of thermal solar, mm -hmm. which is the solar. There's several panels on your roof, and it heats your hot water. Okay. So that's one. And then the one that everybody is talking about now um, is solar PV. That's photovoltaic. And um, basically, it is put on your, there are panels that have different cells in them, and they're put on your roof or in some applications on the ground, um, if you don't have enough roof area, mm -hmm. that is south-facing or southwest-facing. Okay. And um, that generates DC electricity, which then is converted into AC electricity, which your house can run on. So it can either replace your entire electric bill or just supplement it depending on how much electricity you have and if you've got enough roof to go ahead and, and supplement that. Okay. And you said that's commercial and residential? Commercial and residential, yep. Okay. Yep. So go ahead. Oh, so I was going to say, are there, are there big differences between the two? Because I'm assuming... No, no. It's actually the same systems. The only thing that might change is on um, a big facility, for instance, if if you've got a 100 kilowatt system, which is a very big system, you might have four or five inverters in the basement that actually convert the electricity from DC to AC, as opposed to a house application, which will have one inverter. So it goes through this this unit, if you will, in your basement or, or in a storage room, and it converts. And then um, normally, for instance, on a summer day, you're gonna generate, um, I'll do residential, to begin with, um, you're going to generate with your solar system more electricity than you're going to use that day. Mm -hmm. So that's where the net metering with the utilities comes in, because you, um, when you go ahead and have a system put in, 
then we get permission from the utility, tell them, hey, we're going to have a solar system on this house, and they give you an interconnect uh, study permission and put you into the net metering program. So say today was a beautiful, bright, sunny day. Yeah. Your system might generate 100 kilowatts of energy. You're at home, you're doing your home business, or you're just rumbling around the house with the kids and the TVs and the electronics, and you use 25 kilowatts. The other 75 goes into the grid, and they store it there for you. So it's like a credit. Um, it's actually not being stored because you can't, can't store electrons. <laughs> they tend to want to go to whoever's going to need them next. So, but they have a credit built up of 75. Tonight, the sun goes down. You use another 20 this evening watching TV, running the dishwasher or the washing machine. So you've got another 55 that's still on credit. So during the summer, the spring and the fall, you generate a lot of electricity, which is then used during snowstorms and cloudy days in the winter. So when we look at someone's bill, we actually say, okay, this is how much you're going to use over a 12-month period of time historically. Yeah. And we size the system so that hopefully we can replace all of your energy with the available roof. Okay. So, okay, yeah, so there's a lot there. <laughs> there's a lot there, yeah. yeah. So I'm assuming yeah. this probably confuses a lot of people. So, yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll start from the very beginning. We okay. kind of have an idea, they want to put solar panels on their house. Where do they start? What do they do? Okay, so they, con <laughs> so they contact someone who does solar quotations. Yeah. Um, I know a lot about solar and, and kind of take it for granted that other people do uh, because I have a solar system on my own home. Mm -hmm. And um, so we, we quoted several companies. We chose one that was economical, uh, ap happened to be a local um, installer that we chose. And so we had them come over, put on the electricity, uh, the, s the solar panels on our house. But we got a quote. And the quote, basically, we get one electric bill from you, see what your year-round usage is, and then we go to Google Earth, and real high technology there, and we take a picture of your roof. If yeah. your roof is south-facing or southwest-facing, then you're going to get the maximum amount of energy out of a panel. Um, if you go down the road and you see houses that have PV panels up on the roof and it's on the north side of the roof, yeah. then it probably is not one that is an owned system. It may be leased okay. because the leasing companies um, make their most amount of money if they put them, you know, with panels on the roof. And they don't care if they're being 20% efficient or 100% efficient. They just want number of panels there so that they can have, um, have their business model work. So you get a quote. We agree that, you know, gee, yeah, you'd like to do that. And um, you can pay for it cash. You can finance it. Um, through your own bank, uh, home equity loan, that type of thing. A lot of the banks now do that type of loan uh, if you have a relationship with a bank. Or companies have a financing model. Uh, mm -hmm. For instance, you can do a no money out of pocket with a 2.99% interest uh, loan. And there are several rebates and um, tax credits that are available now. So that's how you can have the no money out of pocket. Yeah. The finance companies actually just do a two-step loan um, which is, you know, depends on what the situation is. But we don't lease panels. Um, we say, you know, people would, would prefer to purchase either outright or a 10 or 12 year loan. And then after that, the panels are going to last and produce energy for the next 25 to 30 years. Mm -hmm. So after your loan is paid off, 
you in essence have free electricity um, with a small charge from the electric company to monitor that net metering process and that okay. changes from utility to utility. Okay, again a lot. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Um, so they kind of, they start going through this. First off, you mentioned the directions of the houses. Yep. Uh, so the roof's supposed to be south-facing or southwest. To get the maximum amount out. So if you own a car, mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you get the best mileage, the best everything. If you're leasing, eh, you don't necessarily care. Yeah. So um, we try to use the maximum amount of, of space on the roof that's correct. Okay. Um, I'm very open with people. If you've got a uh, east-west facing roof and it's real steep and it's not going to gather a whole lot of sunlight, I tell you maybe owning solar panels is not for you. And that's, I think, the big difference of why people talk with us is because we're honest with that information. I'm not a salesperson out there trying to sell you a system. I actually am consulting so that Chris Pastrana understands whether solar would be good for you and how much it can save you, if any. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So. I mean, it's really good if they do buy, but you know. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, of course, you know, <laughs> that's good. Um, so they go about getting all that stuff. Let's talk a little more, I guess, the details of it. So okay. they, they know they kind of want it. They've been quoted. Mm -hmm. um, like what type of prices, I guess, averages, because I know it can depend on the size of the system, but. Like, what would someone actually look for as far as? It, cha it changes from, from company to company, mm -hmm. from roof to roof. Yeah. Um, for instance, it's more expensive to install a ground mount system okay. because there's trenching and there's yeah. a cable that's involved, that type of thing, than it is to do a roof mount. And on a roof mount, um, it all depends on um, what needs to happen for that system to go onto the roof. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, some people, um, when we come in, we look at the roof and say you have a 10-year-old roof. That's perfect. You don't need to replace your roof. You're good to go. If we go someplace and it's a 20- or 30-year-old roof yeah. and um, we don't know whether it's going to last that long or not, I mean, you can kind of usually tell when you look at a roof that's <laughs> like that. Um, but we look at the roof and so we say, okay, Chris, this is what your solar quote would be, but we would suggest that you replace your roof. And so you say, okay, we've got to replace the roof. Yeah. And at least the portion of the roof that's underneath the panels mm -hmm. can, um, the cost of that can be applied for the federal tax credit. Okay. So anything you need to do to get ready to put a system on your home, cut down some trees, um, mm -hmm. add a new roof, that type of thing, can, can be applied to that 30% tax credit that's currently available through the federal government. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they can still do all that. How about the basic system of the house, like the actual electrical system that's already in place? Does that need to be changed around at all? Most homes are, nope, not really. Most homes are on circuit breakers. Mm -hmm. uh, they have an electrical panel in the basement. So when we go in, um, we look at the, you know, the setup in the basement, see how things are going. If something needs to be upgraded, then we advise you. Yeah. Uh, for instance, sometimes you'll get to a house and the transformer that the house is on with the electrical utility company may need to be replaced. Now we don't know that until we apply for an interconnect study. Mm -hmm. So we find out from the utility is it going to be replaced and what, what's the cost? Because the homeowner is going to bear the cost of that. Yeah. And that can be rolled into a loan. 
So if it's an additional $1,800 or $1,500 to replace the transformer so that it can monitor correctly, um, a lot of the transformers on the poles now are old. Yeah. So they need to be replaced with something that will actually facilitate the solar, um, solar arrays on your home and okay. being able to monitor it. So, um, you know, there's a lot of what ifs. So yeah. I can't really give you a standard, you know, like it's going to cost $1,000 yeah. per panel mm -hmm. because panels are in different sizes also. <laughs> so yeah. it's all in it. And why would we have different size panels? Because your roof might accommodate a 60-inch tall panel and we can maximize your roof by using 60 or you might be able to use a 72-inch. So until we actually measure the roof, do that kind of thing, I can't tell you what the, what the quote would be. The average house um, has probably a, an 8 to a 10 kilowatt system on the normal house. Yeah. Um, and um, so that's usually what we're shooting for. And to get the New Hampshire state rebate residentially, then it's for a 10 kilowatt system or less. Okay. So, and that's a $2,500 rebate from the state of New Hampshire that they give you because you're doing solar hmm. and you're owning it. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. That's okay. Um, most most <laughs> people I talk to do. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. I'm kind of taking this as yeah. someone who knows nothing about solar. No, I love gonna it. Who's going to ask I questions that people would ask. Yeah. So we talked about every you know 10 years, your, the system's probably going to have paid itself off. Uh, but it could last 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about maintenance. Like actually making sure you spend all the money to put them up there. They don't go bad or not going to go bad, but get damaged or... Like what kind of goes into maintaining those over 20, there, 30 years? That's the beauty of solar. There really is no maintenance. Mm -hmm. um, the panels um, don't have any working parts. Mm -hmm. There's an optimizer that's underneath the panel, and that's what, excuse me, that's what gathers the electricity from the cells when it's generated and brings it down into that inverter in the basement. Yep. So the, we, we normally put a 25-year warranty um, on the panels, which is the manufacturer's warranty. And then we take our optimizers and the inverter in the basement, and we quote that with a 25-year warranty. That way you know, okay, it's a 25 years. You're not having to think, okay, wait a minute, the inverter is 10 years, the, this is 12 years, what are we, what are we doing? So yeah. we make it nice and easy for the homeowner yeah. so that it's 25 years. And normal payback, um, when you're talking business, you talk return on investment. Mm -hmm. So for the investment in the solar system, normal payback in what the savings would be for the electrical costs is seven to eight years for residential and as little as three to four for commercial. Okay. Yeah. So it's a great investment. So you've got your loan. If you decide to do a loan, whenever your loan is paid off, you can pay it off quickly, just like um, most personal loans. It's a personal loan that we, we offer. Um, so there's no, it's an uncollateralized yeah. personal loan. Um, and everything is transferable. Uh, I actually just helped sell a house that had a system on that we put on earlier last year, and um, warranties transferred over automatically to the to the homeowner. Most companies have a maintenance and service agreement. So, say in the first three months something happens, uh, it's usually five years is what what we offer. So, um, first three months, one of the connectors for the optimizer comes loose. Yeah. You have a cell phone application or a desktop application where you can see what cells are working, how they're working, That's how cool. much they generated today. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And also Solar Edge, who is the inverter that we use, um, has that monitoring. So if in their system they see that something isn't working, 
then they flag the installer. The installer calls us and says, hey, I need to come out and help you. So it's it's really kind of neat. And after the maintenance agreement would be up, then Solar Edge could could uh, call the homeowner directly. Hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. So there's not you don't have to take the snow off them. That's yeah. one of the things that everybody says, like, oh man, I'm going to have to roof rake them. It's, no, actually, the snow is going to come off your roof a whole lot better than it does um, without it. So yeah. because it's going to be well, they're very very slippery. <laughs> but also, there's about this much space between the roof and the and the bottom of the panels. Oh yeah. So, so there's no heat that's generated down to the roof, but the roof underneath them actually wears less than if it didn't have, you know, because it won't have the direct sunlight anymore. Yeah. And it'll slide off, and we usually set them back from the edge of the roof, mm -hmm. so that um, there's no ice damming type type of thing. That's all. It takes a lot of worries off people <laughs> yeah it does it does because most people are like okay do i need to roof rake do i you know what do i need to maintain them do i need to wash them you know god is good and and uh, the rainwater and the snow slide cleans off the panels yeah so they're they're very very good hmm. that's impressive unless we have a dust storm you know if we were in saudi arabia maybe <laughs> those i've been in those they're awful <laughs> they, well you know then okay <laughs> yeah you can't see anything it's yeah. pretty, pretty cool um cool so we've been talking a lot about uh, residential. Let's talk, uh, transfer over to commercial a little okay. bit as far as solar panels and does it change much? Um, same panels. Mm -hmm. Same panels, same inverters, yeah. same process. Mm -hmm. um, the difference is that depending on how much usage there is for the for say it's a gasoline station, um, with the available roof on the station and maybe on the canopy, um, we might be, they're a large, large electricity um, consumer because they have all of those coolers that run 24-7 and yeah. the Dunkin Donuts and the store lights so they have a lot of electricity usage we may not have enough roof space available to cover the entire electric bill for that commercial facility because they typically are on postage stamp lots so you can't really put a ground mount up yeah to cover the rest of it so we may cover 23 percent of their electrical usage so in that case, it's a very large cost savings for them because they're not paying the current electric rate yeah. for 23% of their usage. Which could be a lot. <laughs> Which can be a lot, exactly, yeah. exactly. So it can be several thousand dollars that we can save them per month because they're utilizing that. And also the state rebate incentive in the state of New Hampshire currently is um, better than for residential. So for residential, it's a flat rate right now of $2,500. For, and the federal is a flat rate of 30%, which is the same for the, for the um, commercial. The additional things are that the state rebate for the businesses is currently 65 cents a watt. Mm -hmm. So if it's a 100 watt system, or a 100 kW system, then it's, that's a big $65,000, $70,000 rebate check that they're going to get two to three months after the system is installed. So for putting on the solar, it takes out a big chunk of it. Then you've got the federal at 30%, and businesses have the advantage of also having a business depreciation, so they can over five years take the depreciation of the system. Hmm. So it's a capital investment yeah. in their business, and they can take advantage of that. And if there's a state um, business deduction, they can do that as well. So those are CPA questions. Yeah. But typically, it's almost, uh, we'll pay you Mr. Businessman, to put solar on your roof. 
Hmm. So solar for commercial is really a no-brainer because yeah. the, the least that can happen is you get a quote and you say no. The best that can happen is you save hundreds of thousands of dollars over the lifetime of the system that you aren't sending to the utility company and you're being able to put to your bottom line. Hmm. Yeah, 30% is no joke. 30% <laughs> is no that's joke and that state rebate. The rebate yeah. is a one-time thing. Yeah. The, you know, the, the um, federal tax credit is a one-time thing, yeah. but you get that in the first couple of years. That's why that three to four year payback for a commercial as opposed to a six, seven, eight for a residential. Hmm. That is pretty impressive. It is. <laughs> It is. Okay, yeah, uh, so we're getting pretty close to the end of this, so. All right. Do you, I, I like to ask people if the, what type of books they like to read as entrepreneurs. <laughs> Do you ah. have any particular favorites? <laughs> uh, let's see, I like GoPro with okay. Eric Worre. Um I really, really enjoy all of the Zig Ziglar books. Yes, very good as well. Yeah, Zig is, Zig is great. Um, the Greatest Salesman in the World <laughs> was wonderful. Um, he captures all of the essence of what you need to know in sales but puts it into a story form, which is really kind of neat. That's so, pretty cool. So I like that. And then the uh, flip-flop CEO. Okay. Okay, thank you so much, and thank, thank you for you. coming on the show today. Awesome, I hope you learned a lot about solar. I Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a lot for a half hour. Now you know why I sit down. <laughs> yeah, so uh, where can people reach out if they want some more information from you? They can go to farbetterideas.com, F-A-R-R-B-E-T-T-E-R-I-D-E-A-S.com, mm -hmm. and um, fill out a con our Contact Us form, and I'll give them a jingle, and we can see what their requirements are. Cool, awesome. So thank you guys so much for joining me today, and if you want more from the New Hampshire Business Show, feel free to join me at nhbusinessshow.com. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Judy.